Warning. This show may contain blunders, tangents, and inaccuracies. We try, but words are hard. Spoilers are inevitable. You've been warned. Lastly, the following is the opinion of two middle-aged media junkies. Try not to get butthurt if we say something you don't like. <clears throat> Viewer discretion is advised. Hey everybody, welcome to Sequel Centric. We take a look at follow-ups in media and see how they stack up against their predecessors. I'm Duff, and he's the Chewy to my Han, Nate. How's it going, Duff? Nate, uh, yeah, happy, happy holidays, dude. Mean happy life day? Yes, happy life day. How could I forget? Whatever that means. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? Should be obvious with, with well, happy life day, right? I'm sorry. But I'm sure one of you can make the tip-yip. Life Day is about family. It's not about the tip-yip. Oh, it's all about the tip-yip. But yeah, family. Yes, today we are talking about a very special episode. And I'm super stoked to... to uh, I'm super stoked when it came out. Uh, of course, we are talking about Star Wars, the Lego holiday special that came out on uh, November 17th, 2020 on Disney+. Plus. You know what? I never thought in my life that I would I would have seen another Star Wars holiday special since the first one. I never thought I would want to see another Star Wars holiday special of any kind. The first one was bad enough. Well, true, and we'll dive into that a little bit. Um, but what's your uh, history with the franchise with uh, Star Wars and Legos? Well, Dare I've been I've been building and playing and stepping on Legos since I could, well, build, step, and walk and play. Uh, they've always been a huge part of my life, and I've been to Legoland in Pennsylvania uh, as a child. Like I, I, I'm a huge fan. I am an I'm an engineer. Uh, you know, IT and and I build things with my hands. Yeah. Like I, I'm a very visual hands-on person and so yeah i've always used legos uh and i just think they're the greatest thing and i think that the way they are handling the next generation of children and makers and builders with their robotics line and their their lego games uh and the franchises and like they they take franchises just like we do and they pull them apart and they just give them their lego touch and like so how could i not respect the masters at Lego. Uh, I've been a fan of the Lego games since they came out, I think on the PSP and the PS3, maybe PS2, uh, like the Harry Potter, Lego Harry Potter games, uh, the, the Lego Batman movie. Uh, I mean, they're all such great pieces of pop culture. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've been around Star Wars since the beginning and, you know, when I was, uh, playing with Legos and stuff, didn't have the little cool people they, they, they do now, but you know, it's still with all the thousands of piece, uh, pieces, it's still, you know, use Legos, build your, build with your imagination, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard to believe with Lego running so strong with a couple of theme parks that at one point, uh, you know, they were about ready to call bankruptcy. Yeah, no, I remember that. And, uh, they, uh, with, Star Wars The Phantom Menace coming out in 99, 
whoever's in charge of the marketing, they wanted Star Wars everywhere. So why not dip into Legos, which I think helped them, but they realized that they had to do something to pull themselves out. So then they started, you know, licensing other stuff. Um, their uh, video game division was cut loose, but those guys uh, formed uh, Traveler's Tales, I believe, which now we know with all the Lego movies, oh, like, yes. uh, games, like starting with uh, Star Wars, Lego, and then, like Harry I said, Potter, Harry Potter, Batman, all of them. the Marvel. I mean, it's it's an unstoppable force now, but it's hard to believe at one point yeah. Lego could have been gone. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I think the only thing that would have kept Lego around during that time would have been uh, the the robotics division, but they that that wasn't even a thing. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, Lego is 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 back on top again, and I'm glad to see it. Uh, and uh, and let's talk Star Wars. Of course, '77 uh, was a great year. Oh a yeah. New hope. <laughs> and then, of course, you know, with anything. Oh hey. Let's do something for TV. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, and of course, everyone like they were they were fresh off a, a New Hope, if I'm not mistaken, and going into uh, was it right after the uh, episode four or five? Uh, New Hope, May twenty fifth, nineteen seventy seven, and then George was working on you know obviously Empire Strikes Back. Okay, I think he had very little input on this Star Wars holiday special, which to me, I think was more of a of a variety. A variety show than anything else. I yeah, mean, there's a story like there, but it felt like like a, a really extended and boring version of the Muppet Show that didn't have Jim Henson at the helm, which oh, is yeah. the only thing that ke- like the Henson family is the only thing that kept the Muppets going for as long as they've gone. Yeah, I, I don't want to jump ahead with the pros and cons of the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, but the one thing I like about this version of the Star Wars Special is it was half the time. I don't know if they were trying to drag out the original one to fill out, you know, with two hours with commercials because the movie was two hours. But it just even rewatching it recently, it just on YouTube it dragged on. Plex, so it it drags. It does. Even without commercials, it, it drags in parts. Yeah. And I've I, I've often contemplated taking the YouTube rip uh, and, and actually cutting the commercials out of it because it's better than the VHS rip that I actually own. Uh, so I just it, but it's such a bad, bad, bad example of Star Wars. It's it's, it's almost as bad as Jar Jar Binks. I, I find Jar Jar Binks less offending than the Star Wars holiday special. You know, it's just as a kid wanting to watch more Star Wars. And all the others, other like the right. you know they had some singing acts in here and that the juggling act and it was just they were throwing in. You have it's a, like you a, have a very good point there, sir. It was like a giant soup pot. Put a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and it just it was it, a, it didn't resonate. A, yeah, it was a shit show, in my opinion. Yeah. But some good stuff actually came out of it, believe it or not. It did. Like I loved seeing uh, Chewbacca's family for the first time. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And we actually uh, got to see them again uh, with uh, the Lego version, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, I was adorable. actually wondering if they were going to, you know, show Chewbacca's family, in, which I, I like. That was a nice tie, but we'll yeah. throw that to the pros. Yeah. Um, uh, we, this was the first appearance that we got to see Boba Fett in an animated form. And, and the yes. gun that he uses in the animated special. Is from The Mandalorian. Is what, yeah, John Favreau, yeah. Was a, he's a fan of certain parts of the original holiday special. 
And that's how the the gun worked worked in. When I saw that when season one came out last year, I was I was freaking out because yeah. I'm like, oh my god, that's from the holiday special. Yeah, yeah. and I just oh, it, it blows my mind going back and seeing something that irrelevant in pop culture history. It's something that George Lucas would rather be banished. I mean, he didn't have much to do with oh, it, but he, it's still his name attached to it. He doesn't or, want to talk about it. Mark yeah, he, Hamill, yeah. Carrie Fisher. When she was alive, uh, Harrison Ford, nobody, nobody, because it, it's such a cluster. But like I said, there's some good stuff came. It was it was the first spinoff. Of, uh, Star Wars has got so many spinoffs now, but it was the first one. It could have killed stuff. Um, it also had it, the first Star Wars uh, yeah. animated cartoon, which during the '80s you had the Star Wars droids and Ewoks. And if you look closely, I was watching it. The way three PO is drawn is very close to the way the uh, the Star Wars droids cartoon uh, was drawn uh, during the late '80s, but um, but yeah, a f- very few things, good things came out of it. Um, but the you could cut like half of that, and still it might be painful to watch. <laughs> yes, just not hardly as much. Well, now that we've talked all about the OG holiday special, let's talk about the Star Wars, uh, well, you know, the the topic of today's episode. Uh, Let me read the IMDb description. Rey leaves her friends to prepare for Life Day as she sets off on an adventure to gain a deeper knowledge of the Force. At a mysterious temple, she is hurled into a cross-timeline adventure. Will she make it back in time for Life Day? So this was uh, directed by Ken Cunningham uh, and written by David Shane. And who are those people? Your guess is as good as mine. Because I'm they're heroes names. now. Well, they're definitely heroes in my book. They <laughs> they they uh, pulled. They did the unthinkable here, Duff. Um, when I saw the trailer, it, the trailer looked good. Was the night before Life Day. In a galaxy far, far away. Coming together, heroes were to celebrate the day. Please be a cape. Please be a cape. It's a wrap. Remembering the original one, in this one, I don't. It, the bar was so low. There, I, I, oh, even yeah. if it was bad, it still would have been better than the original. Yeah, and see, I went in completely cold. I did not. I purposely did not bother watching the trailer because, you know, things were busy, and I just figured, all right, well, it's November seventeenth. Why watch the trailer? I can just. <laughs> so I turned it on. Uh, it, 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 again, just like with you, I had no expectations with this other than it was Lego attached to it and a modern Disney Star Wars adventure. So it was bound to be better than the original, but I I didn't expect anything coming off of it. And I was so pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I I forgot when I first heard about this. I'm like, interesting approach, you know. Once again, didn't think that didn't think there would ever be another one. And I thought, okay, this could work, you know, because I've um b- between playing the Lego video games and watching some of the uh the Lego Star Wars stuff like uh the Yoda Chronicles and stuff, which are now on Disney Plus, um I figured this could work, right? But I didn't want to keep my hopes up too high, too high, because yeah. you know, got burnt because I was eight when the first one came out, <laughs> and that was kind of, you know, it's like, oh man.
more Star Wars in it. Oh man! So, but after watching it, I think they did it, and I'm willing that I'm willing if they want to do one every year in Lego form, I'm okay with I'm it because they it. they proved to me that they can do it. They've got the they've got the creative writers. It's kind of like Pixar. You know, Pixar yeah. had the creative writers to create the content that they put out that was so beyond anything else that Disney themselves could have done at the time. They yeah. just, what is this? You know, and it wasn't so much the CG interpretation of it. It was the writing. It was the concepts. It was yeah. the, the the whole new realm of possibility that they brought yeah. us with the original Toy Story. And so, like, I think the Lego uh, division. Uh, it, it can can continue doing this for as long as we keep talking about them, and as long as they keep putting out great content yeah. like this, I'm going to keep talking about them. The one thing that works with Lego, and I think a lot of people know, you know, is it's very tongue in cheek. Yoda, somehow we're on Dagobah when Luke Skywalker received his training. Can you imagine the profound Jedi wisdom they're sharing, Master Yoda? The blood is really starting to rush to my head. Concentrate, young Skywalker. Yes. And this Lego Star Wars Holiday Special celebrates all nine movies, plus they, they even wedged in a little bit of the Mandalorian in there. I mean, there is so much good stuff, but we'll we'll get to the pros and cons soon. Well, you wanted it, you got it. Uh, let's talk about the pros and cons, Nate. You started off. I went in with low expectations, and for me, it delivered. Um, I know not everybody likes some of the Star Wars movies. You know, some are good, some are bad. So this this could have been <coughs> either way. No, no, Mrs. Stay. Mrs. Cotchard and Pinks. Overall, this this movie celebrates all of Star Wars. You know, it, 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 as you watch it, there's nods to the whole Skywalker saga, they even wedged oh, yeah. in a little bit of the Mandalorian. Um, and it was, I, I, I'm glad they figured out how to wedge in life day and how to make it work. That's for me, that was a big pro. What yeah, about you? The whole time jump, some plot subplot of the, uh, of the special really yeah. connected all of the separate worlds and franchises and timelines. <laughs> oh, so cute. I loved it. From the initial time jump where you get to yeah. see Yoda's teaching with Luke, it was just monumental to see that in like like theatrical form uh and, and not just inside of a game. But being able to relive those things in Lego form was was just an ultimate classic. Yeah, yeah. Uh I think in one of the episodes of Star Wars Rebels, they they dabbled with some sort of bit of time travel. So if you've watched that, this makes sense. But still, most people, you know, whether it's Doctor Who, Bill and Ted, Back to the Future, everybody's aware of time travel. Yeah. And, you know, this was a, a perfect thing, especially how it only happens during life to how that ties in, even though they're on two different planets. It doesn't it doesn't matter. I was so kind of hooked in. Yeah. Um, because the Lego movies are just so good in my book. So let's back up a bit. Let's talk about the voice acting. I thought that Helen Sadler did a really decent job of portraying Ray. What did you think of uh, her and the rest of the cast? Well, I know that they uh, 
They got some of the uh, Billy D. Williams and uh, uh, Anthony Daniels. Kelly, yeah. yeah, Kelly Marie Tran as Rose Tico. Mm-hmm. You know, they got there. Uh, got them in there but like uh some of the voices for like luke and obi-wan they they pulled the the voice actors from uh, yeah. star wars the clone wars so i've seen some of that stuff so it all worked for me and that yeah the person that they found to uh voice ray mm-hmm. uh did a great job i think um being daisy you know i don't want to say imp- daisy ridley's voice daisy double, impersonating yeah. i don't want to say impersonating daisy ridley's voice but she did um such a great job uh, doing it, it it didn't it didn't pull me out at all. I, I I was hooked in. Yeah, you already said it, but Billy D coming back as Lando was just so yeah, yeah. classic. We named our new dog Lando after Lando Calrissian. So yeah, it's pretty cool seeing the the old man come back into his old shoes. Uh, I I just. Oh, just and, and let's talk about uh, what do you think about some of the scenes? Um, I, I know I'm hungry for tip yet. Guys, look what I found. Tip yet recipe. So not a tip yet recipe. <laughs> it's funny that tip yet kind of looks like a turkey. Yeah. Or maybe it's roasted pork but with pork, but with a different name. You never know. <laughs> eh, it all tastes like chicken. Exactly. <laughs> um, I, I did like um when they had different uh. Uh, characters and creatures coming into the Falcon that they even wedged in the off-world Jawas from the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's just genius, you know. Once again, little nods. Yeah, it's it, again, it's the whole Star Pixar Wars. thing. It's the whole brain-minded. Just yeah, it's fantastic. Well, only in only in Lego form can can you take all of this right and fuse it together, and it makes sense yeah. and. I don't know how long. Well, it's because it they stick them. together. You know, they've got the little bubble there, and the because little... they're Legos, gotcha. <laughs> but I, um, I don't know how long it took them to come up with this story. But, um, I, like I said earlier, if they want to do another one, I'm sold. They proved to I'm me down, that they yeah. they can do it. It's like the purge. Give me as many as you can. Yeah, maybe Are one of any... these days we'll stop mentioning the purge. But right now, we just are huge fans. Years after the last release, great movies. Ooh. Lego Purge movie. <laughs> oh God, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Lego characters walking around with no arms, or they'd, they'd or like Dar- no Darth arms, Maul, no then, no bottom. Yeah, and they'd be like slashed in half or run over, and they just would turn into a splash of coins all over. There you go. The thing that really caught me off guard as a nerd who who loves his time travel movies is, uh, it, well, Ray accidentally opens up a time portal and lets Darth Vader get into her timeline. Gee, that could cause a little bit of issue, don't you think there, Nate? We just saw Luke Skywalker blow up the Death Star. No, wait! Technically, we helped Luke Skywalker blow up the Death Star. Master and Apprentice, so cool! Best! Yeah, but it's a Lego movie, so at the end, it all works out, right? We're not yeah. talking, you know, Back to the Future, Doctor Who, and, you know, if you want to... It was more Benny Hill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it worked, right? It really did. Um, one of the things I like, also, one of my pros is the fact, you know, you get to see Ray use her yellow lightsaber, because I was so... It, oh, for yeah. me, I've seen yellow lightsabers... Uh, you know, on uh, homemade Star Wars movies and stuff like that, but to actually see it 
officially in a, in a Star Wars movie was great, but you just she just activated it. That was it. So to actually, yeah. even though it was in Lego form, just to see her use it. When are we going to see it in, in live action? That's that's what I'm ten years for. from now. <laughs> Who knows? But for now, I'm okay with seeing it. Uh, you know, being used in Lego form. You know, hey, it's still a Disney property. It means it's legit. I mean, True. it said Lucasfilms, didn't it? True. Yeah, but if you think about it, I would say that uh, you know there are a lot of Lego Star Wars movies and and shows and stuff. So I think it's in its own little universe. Somehow this kind of wedges nicely because it does take place after episode nine they acknowledge that yeah but it's in also in its own little like reality so like you know the multiverse is like a you know the marvel cinematic universe or the dc multiverse or something yeah i don't know man Uh, any anything negative at all you can think of um no not i mean no not at all uh lego form great uh, it was it had a storyline was ten times better than the original one, and it was half well, the no, length. No, no, I mean, no, that's it, the thing. It had a storyline. Period. Well, the original one could say the original one has a storyline, but it's it's so loose. It's, it's not really there, right? Yeah, it's watered. I mean, down. Han has to get Chewbacca home to Life Day. That's about it. Runs into Imperials, and some of the footage that they used for the TV show was deleted scenes from A New Hope. Uh. I think I read that somewhere or either online or on a on a Star Wars special edition disc or something. Um, but all that other other stuff just weighed it down. And that's why it's just most people regard it, the original one as such trash and garbage. But like I said earlier, there's there's there was a few good nuggets that came out of there. Yeah. But the Lego one is just for me, it was a grand slam right out of the park. I don't have any um cons about it. The only thing I can potentially perceive as a potential con which i know is a double negative folks don't get your grammar nazi emails out show it sequelcentric.com uh but i digress uh the only thing that i can perceive as a somewhat negative is if you're of the mind that this is just a lame attempt to you know shove as many you know franchise cherries into your throat from from Star Wars uh well you know just do it in lego form i mean then yes it could be a, a lame excuse uh but i don't i don't see it as that I, I see that there of course might be haters out there that see it like that i i'm not one of them like i said earlier i think Whoever decide to green light a, a new Star Wars holiday special, this was the perfect way to do it. Any other way, I don't think it would have worked. You know, yeah, it was I don't know how hard the director and the story writer, you know, worked t- together, but they they did make something magical, and and I think this can be a turning point if if you want to do another you know holiday special. And, and I envy any kid. That's between the ages of five and ten yeah. Yeah. who are watching it this year because For that's the not time. the experience I had yeah. when, when I was eight. And it not that it's saying that the original one scarred me, but it just left a bad taste in my mouth, you know. But this one, I mean, I've already watched it twice, you know, and I 
I'll probably watch it again between now and Thanksgiving because it's just once again it's forty minutes. It's it Lego, the, whether it's the games or the shows or whatever, it's so tongue in cheek. But they also pay tribute to whatever franchise um, that they're doing with yeah Lego Batman. That was such a tongue in cheek um, homage to the franchise. It was beautiful. Probably the biggest nostalgia trip I had watching this was the fact when um, when Ray when Vader was going after her uh, Ray and they were fighting at the Hoth base and mm-hmm. she was doing the twirly thing and then they start dropping through all the different timelines, you know? Yeah. Ah, uh, traffic duty, the worst. Hey, I just thought that exact thing. Sometimes it feels like we're the same person. Hot races. Don't see those every day. Jinx! Oh, double Jinx! Yeah, Clone Wars, uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. Just and then they all drop out. Walk. Luke walks out like in Episode Four. Yeah. And 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 it, it all the stuff falls out of the sky, and he's just drinking his blue milk out of a carton, which I thought was hilarious. And he even they had the blue the blue bucks mustache. That got me. That was that was thumbs yeah, up, guys. That com- was great. Then they got me with the callback because they went back to that scene later at uh, towards the end. Uh, yeah, no, it was such a it was, like I I I almost spit water out of my nose. It was that funny. Um, because yeah, you know I know you know being a Star Wars enthusiast, but not quite oh, as crazy me? as some of the other ones. <laughs> um, there were so many. It's like who would be who, you know. This versus that, you know, this was a, 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 you had all the good guys and all the bad guys just coming together in a big old battle. Right. Yeah. So, um, and they found, they just, somehow they made it work. And I'm so glad that they did. Cause like I said earlier, you got a new generation of kids that have a Star Wars holiday special that is not only is it good. I I think it's excellent. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's and I think it's because it's in Lego form. It worked so well. So, <laughs> Duff, what are your final thoughts? And it does it does this sequel for you? Well, of course, it sequels. Uh, it, we, I mean, it would be pretty ironic if we talked about something this hardcore and then said, "No, nah, no, nah, mate, it was shit." <laughs> <laughs> What a twist! <laughs> like that would be uh, that would be an assault to that anyone would... <laughs> listening to it, like an M Night Shyamalan horror uh, movie or something. Yeah, yeah, because anything past uh, and anything past the village, yeah, the village, yeah. Uh, the I think the village was his last good movie. I digress. Obviously, it's a wonderful addition to both the Disney and Lego franchises, uh, not to mention Lucasfilm. It will be a great addition for years to come for children and adults to watch on a yearly basis, I feel. Uh, much like Charlie Brown Christmas and Rudolph. Uh, that, that's, that's where my mindset is. Uh, so that's just one man's opinion. Nate, you're another man. Um. Yeah, I would agree with you. I like it a lot. It does sequel for me. I like it a lot. I'm I'm glad that they knocked it out of the park. I'm so glad. And I'm I'm with you. I think yeah, uh ten years from now, I think it will be something to watch along like Rudolph, Frosty, Christmas Vacation, uh, original Christmas story. 
uh, just give it some time. But I think it's this one will be remembered as a gem. So uh, we've we've got to talk about this as this bit of a dilemma. Uh, as of right now, this is a Disney Plus streaming exclusive. So you can't technically buy it. You can, however, subscribe to it. So I think in place of uh, in, in when we say buy, we mean subscribe for this one. Or go out and find yourself a DVD recorder or hook it up to your TV, yeah, <laughs> old TV, and record it right off. We don't off. really have a rip it option. And yeah, we, we do have a burn option. But that's completely different. <laughs> I, I'm with you. Uh, if I could buy it, I would for my collection because yeah. I like physical media. Yeah. Uh, but I will continue to subscribe to Disney Plus so I so I can watch this as well as I. long as it's an option. So is it unanimous, brother? Subscribe it. If you don't already, go subscribe. Uh, heck, as soon as Hamilton and Mandalorian came out, I subscribed for a year in advance. Like, why not? Gunta Gunta Solos? You want to shoot first? After you. Well, now that that's all taken care of, Nate, any tidbits about this uh, piece of media that you'd like to share with the class? Yeah, I want to just say that I think Lego and Star Wars goes hand in hand very well because when Lego was about to go under, um, they licensed Star Wars stuff and brought them from back from the brink of bankruptcy. And here... Lego redeemed the Star Wars holiday special. So yeah. um, Lego and Star Wars, it's, they've been going on for 20 years. It's a match made in heaven, in my opinion. Another interesting tidbit, I think Star Wars shines the best when, it's, when you make fun of it, like Robot Chicken or Family Guy. Yeah. Those are t other specials that... Uh, I mean, heck, they even made fun of them uh, in the later uh, remasters of, well, like the whole Stormtrooper head bonk scene. They actually added a sound bite to that scene Yeah, in later versions of the Blu-ray, DVD, whatever. So they even are very tongue-in-cheek. Oh, yeah. I also thought it was interesting at the very end when they were all standing in a circle. It kind of reminded me at the end of um, The Grinch Who Stole Christmas where all the Who's and Whoville yeah. were singing around. And then at the very end with Yoda talking, breaking the fourth wall talking, <laughs> he was dressed up in the Burl Ives snowman thing from uh, Rankin Bass, right? Uh, oh, yeah. Rudolph okay. Holiday Special, which was a nice nod. Yeah, that oh, that is a very nice nod. Yeah, Very observant you are, sir. I caught it on the second take. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but yeah, there's little Easter eggs. If you know where to look, um, and you may not pick it up on the first viewing, but maybe you'll find some some stuff that we may not see on the third or fourth viewing. Yeah. So shoot us an email, show at sequelcentric.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at sequelcentric. I'm Duff. I'm Nathan. And until next time, ask yourself this question. Does, Does it sequel? Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for the latest episodes. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at SequelCentric for the latest updates. And consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Want more? There's lots of exclusive content on our Centrics page at patreon.com forward slash SequelCentric. SequelCentric is hosted by Nathan Blake and Patrick Duffy. 
Sequel Centric is produced by Patrick Duffy. 